Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about why tears shouldn't change your parenting style. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about why tears should not change your parenting style. What do you mean, tears? So kids can be little manipulators and uh, they are persuaders and they are they understand how to get the things that they desire or want and oftentimes they will get those little crocodile tears or they'll get the little pouty face and they'll still get but as parents right it's our job to not get emotional in these moments but to be the parent that they need us to be, right? Hopefully we've created boundaries. Hopefully we've created rules. Hopefully that there are things in place that we stick by. And that if they shed a couple tears, like, hey, it's okay to have tears. It's okay to want something, but you're not allowed to have it in this moment. So I wrote this title down probably close to a month ago. And I needed to get detached emotionally from what had happened. And I'm going to share. I run a dad's program at my son's school called FBI Dads. Uh, Fathers being involved. There happens to be a local franchise that donates a lot of donuts to the event. The event happens to be, because it's an elementary school, in the cafeteria. And the kids who are having breakfast with their dads get a regular breakfast from the cafeteria and they get a donut if they're with their dad. Now, some kids that see donuts show up and we're not allowed to legally give any random kid a donut for various reasons. It's not not an approved food by the school, right? So they need their parent present to allow them to have it. Not to mention, we don't know those kids' dietary restrictions. We don't know 1,200 kids' dietary restrictions. We just can't hand a donut because we get some crocodile tears. Um, Because, God forbid, that that child has diabetes or something of that nature and goes into a diabetic coma, right? I'm just trying to paint a picture as to why we just can't hand a donut to a random kid. But if they're there with their father or other positive male role model in their life and it says yeah you could have a donut then that's the consent of the parent allowing the kid to have that donut so i obviously have volunteers help pass out the donuts we usually have administration the principal or an assistant principal also there at the donut table and i've been told it's difficult to say no to some of these kids i get it but the principal and the admin understand it also and they deal with crocodile tears all day every day simply because they have 1200 kids in an elementary school 
I got some feedback, negative feedback on a Facebook page saying, oh, I heard that a little girl that didn't have a father, like her father, she didn't have a father, got turned down from a donut. I think that's ridiculous. This breaks my heart. Listen to this. This breaks my heart that a little girl didn't get a donut. Don't break her heart that the little girl doesn't have a dad. Broke her heart that she didn't get a donut because she didn't have a dad present. To which on the Facebook feed, everybody's solution was give everybody donuts just like give everybody a trophy. Um, and that's just not realistic. And then I thought to myself, I wonder how their household runs. Like, what what is it? Like, I don't have a problem saying no to a kid that isn't supposed to get something that they're not supposed to get. And and the 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 viewpoint of the the moms in the group, and I'll just say it because the dads were kind of like, look, it is what it is. Um, and this is a great program. And there's a lot of good things, and let's not focus on the donut. But but the feedback was. <clears throat> Just give everybody a donut, which I've already explained why we cannot do. But my thing is, and then it was take the donuts away. Like, let's just take all the donuts. If that kid can't have a donut because he shouldn't have a, a, a father, why can't, why, then nobody should get a donut, which I think that's asinine simply because why should all the kids and the dads who enjoy that portion of the program not get simply because everybody else can not everybody else can so I, I just for me what about having a conversation look I don't know jack about parenting but I know the solution to a problem isn't just to hand over and give a kid what they want which is a donut and I know the solution isn't to take away from all the kids that are allowed to have something what the real solution is, in my opinion, is to sit down and have a conversation with that child and say, hey, sorry that something happened to dad. Let's call mom, let's call dad, let's call mom and see if there is a positive male role model, a grandfather, an uncle, a brother, a sister, uh, uh, sorry, a sister, any male role model a neighbor that's close that could come and have breakfast with her if that's what she wants. Or just let her know that, hey, there's a lot of kids who still have and want to enjoy that and that's for them. And hey, mom can go do this something special with you. Because at the end of the day, the dads, the fathers being involved program is about kids connecting with their fathers. There's not just a donut. It's not just breakfast. We have a whole program where they interact with their children. The kid gets to hear how their father is proud of them. And then they get to discuss something like sportsmanship or leadership or contentment. Or We have all of these lessons that go on and they actually have a conversation and a dialogue. They take pictures of themselves and selfies. And those get framed and given away as gifts. Some other ones go onto the hallway, onto the bulletin board. There's hundreds of them at this point all of this is happening and i'm telling you the feedback was this little girl cried we got to make a big change to the program and i think the real solution is the parents need to step up and actually have conversations about real life with kids and explain to them why they cannot have a donut 
in that moment. Not make it all inclusive because at the end of the day, that little girl is never going to be all inclusive because anytime there's a daddy daughter something or anytime that she wants to, you know, talk to a father about, she's not going to be included. So how do we make something all inclusive for somebody who is missing a part of their heart? You don't. But ask yourself this. Are you highly emotional when making decisions for your children? And if the answer is yes, I will share this with you. It's something I share with my coaching clients all the time. It's, they say, and, and I read this book, and it was a whole book on this one time. It's called, When Emotions Are High, Intelligence Is Low. We're not making good decisions when we're highly emotional. So don't make emotional decisions that I, my heart hurts. So we need to start making these decisions. No, come back to reality. Realize that life throws people curveballs, and make the best decision for your kid, not in the moment, but long-term. And in my opinion, in a scenario like this, when they're having crocodile tears, the thing I do with my children is I, and I say to them, have your emotions. You're allowed to have emotions. Emotions are good. Please let it out. Cry, wail, do whatever you need to do. And when you've calmed down and you're ready to talk, let's discuss why you got emotional and why if I said no to them or I, or I created a boundary with them or whatever it is, why they're hurt, we'll discuss that when you're less emotional. And that could be five minutes. It could be five hours and it may be five days from now. But I always encourage them to have that conversation with me. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you wanna be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.